Anchor.fm, Spotify, iTunes, Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn. You have found your over 40 recovering rock and roll DJ, the world's greatest radio personality. It's all coming at you right here on the Richard Kaysen Radio Network. Richard Kaysen at Yahoo.com is the email if you want to leave me an email. Anchor.fm slash Richard Kaysen 2. That's the number two. And the infestation of the wasps just started as soon as I signed on here this evening. I think maybe they detect the electric or the RF, the stuff that all this electronic equipment puts out. Maybe they detect it through their antennae. Too bad it doesn't shock them out of the out of the air. Like birds with the old Mexican radio stations, those 500,000 AM waters putting out so much power that birds are just turning into balls of dust right in the sky because they just spontaneously combust. We don't need wasps or reptiles. Many animals. <laughs> July 31st and August 1st, I'm going to be in St. Cloud, Florida, featuring for the construction comic Carmen Siracillo at Porky's Comedy Club, and I'm also working on a headlining date in El Paso, Texas. I haven't heard from the person who contacted me about that in a week or so. Beginning to wonder if it's bogus, if it's a joke. There's a lot of lefty, liberal comics out there that would go to extraordinary lengths to play a practical joke of booking someone in a room and then they travel all the way there and then there's no gig. That's their idea of a joke. It's my idea of a capital offense. Punishable by getting beaten to death. In my opinion. That's how it would be if if I were in charge. So this week, I'm going to be telling you about the LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ ruling that the U.S. Supreme Court handed down. Shocking results on that. Who is Richard Brooks, the latest black man to try to fight the police and defy police and get shot and then the cops get fired, and then a Wendy's gets burned down. He's the latest one of those. NASCAR's gotten rid of the Confederate flag. I may have plugged this on last week's show, but I didn't get to it, so I'm going to try to squeeze it in this week. Trump held his first rally since the fake coronavirus hoax of March 2020 broke out. Here we are three and a half months later. First rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We'll have sound from that. Return of the COVID. Oh, you didn't think they were just going to let it go, did you? No. There's still uh, an election. Five more months, however long it is from now till election day in November. Milk that COVID for all you can. And so much more. It's all coming up right here on the... Oh, I I will have Facebook comments from the lefty, progressive, liberal open-minded, tolerant D-bags that dominate social media and get too much coverage in pop culture and the news gives entirely too much legitimacy to. All of that and more. This edition, Richard Case and Radio Network. But, as I've been saying since we started this show, you have to laugh. It's not enough to just get on here and complain. You have to, you have to laugh. Sometimes you have to laugh at yourself. I wouldn't be anywhere if I didn't have my sense of humor. I had my first stand-up show since the fake coronavirus hoax broke out in March of 2020. This past weekend, I was booked in Windsor, Illinois, outside of Mattoon, Illinois, which I was corrected. They call it Mattoon. That's up around the... Effingham, Springfield, Illinois area. And I was booked at this 
bar, this thing had been in the works for, you know, for months. And uh, we finally put it on the books, and then the coronavirus happened, and then we bumped it forward and bumped it forward and bumped it forward, and then finally we had it last night. And for what it was, it was okay. Special thanks to my opener, Tim Laffey. He and I worked together once before in... Fort Madison, Iowa. Yeah, it's some town in Iowa. Had a hard time remembering. But, Tim, here's the thing, man. You've got to learn how to take control of that audience. If they are talking, if they are being rude and obnoxious and not acknowledging that there's a show, you have to grab them by their testes and show them that this is what's going on, and if they don't want to be a part of it, they can come back later. Much of this could have been solved had they had they charged to cover. They didn't do that. So, as usual, it was just me ruining someone else's evening. But here I am uh, this past weekend at the old number one in Windsor, Illinois, making my big return to the stand-up stage. Uh, and to be perfectly honest... This was not a good show. Overall, I would give it a C- just because I, I popped off some good lines because my interaction with the audience and, and trashing them and making fun of them is what saved it. They weren't interested in the jokes. They either wanted to talk amongst themselves or they wanted me to give them a hard time. So here is the best and the worst of that. And then we'll take a break. And then we'll get to some more comedy from D.L. Hughley right before he passed out. So uh, you may have heard of him on iHeartRadio or on Spotify. Tim Laffey making the introduction. Yeah, he headlines all over the country. Listen to how loud they're talking. They knock that off. I break them of that real quick. One more round of applause for Tim Laffey, ladies and gentlemen. Let him know. With a name like Laffey, he better be funny. And now, let's get ready to shut the f*** up. <laughs> I cleaned it up a little bit for you. There's a beer garden outside. I was out there smoking weed in it 15 minutes ago. Be loud, be obnoxious. Do whatever the f*** you want out there. Just go do it in here. You guys want to negotiate your arms deal? Take it outside. A couple of bikers outside that were... Right up I mean, front. I'm not gonna win the lottery or Powerball. You know, this is a few closest I'm gonna get to that is being able to pick off pot like it's produce at the supermarket. You know, give me an eighth of that purple haze. Uh, give me an eighth <laughs> of the brighted Dankenstein over there from my glaucoma. Doctor had me on Gorilla Glue, but it was making me really paranoid. So we're gonna see how Bride of Dankenstein works out. And then I was double booked. Uh, yeah, like the cornhole thing at a sports bar. I just started I was double booked up against a cornhole tournament. Now, for those of you that don't know what cornhole is, most of you probably do. But if there's anyone who doesn't know what cornhole is, cornhole essentially is horseshoes for retards. Whereas a horseshoe is a very dangerous thing to throw, and you could hurt someone. I mean. What's going to be the worst thing that happens to a cornhole? Be uh, you knocked over my drink, damn it. Now you got to go give me another drink. But when I was a kid, we actually had a, a similar game that had a much more innocent-sounding uh, name. We called it Beanbag Toss. And if you're four, it's a lot of fun. But I guess at some point, some gay hillbilly came along and said, I want to see how many beanbags I can toss into your cornhole. Here we go. Spread them, Zeke. That's three. And I guess at some point the game evolved past tossing beanbags into a man's ass. Hey, let's just throw it into a box. That seems a little less painful. Let's do that. But I'm booked at a sports bar up against a cornhole turn. And do you know how hard it is to do comedy when every six upside. seconds some asshole behind you is going, Oh, shit, a miss. Oh, shit, a miss. Whoops. Yeah, you missed all right, but it was way before you signed up for the cornhole league. Trust me. Walking around in his cornhole league t-shirt. Yeah, I'm not a loser. Sure you're not. Sure. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> this is probably like cornhole central, isn't it? <laughs> See, I believe that 
especially in times like these politically correct times where you're not be able to, uh, you're not supposed to be able to say this uh, don't say that that might offend this group don't step on those toes people need smacked around figuratively speaking I'm not saying literally walk up to someone backhand them. I'm saying it shows like this where they're expecting what you might get on dry bar comedy. All right? When they're expecting what they might see in a YouTube clip shot in someone's kitchen, and it looks exactly as such, I'm delivering what used to be comedy. And when you don't respond to the comedy, I take you to task for not responding to the comedy. It's the Mattoon Polyps versus the Windsor Hemorrhoids tonight on Monday Night Cornhole. We're going to go along dun, on this. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, am I saying it wrong? How, how do you say it? Matt. Matt Toon? That seems more redneck than Mattoon. Seems like I'm saying it the proper way. Matt Toon! Got on the lake on your Matt Toon boat? Am I over Matt Toon's head or Windsor's head, wherever the f*** this is? Starting to not care at this point. I just realized, okay, they're tuning out. Carrie with a Q. Talking to Quarry. a guy named Carrie. Oh, by the way, speaking of Quarry, I was driving through the town. What do you call that? Gaze? That, I was driving through Queers on the way to Windsor. Never drove through the town of Queers. So, no, is that how you say it? Is it Gaze? Or is it Gazier? Or do you not say it, Gaze? How do you, how do you say it? Gaze. Gaze, okay. I figured maybe you guys would try to tart it up and no, it's not gays, we're not on Yeah, it's gays. So how's it end up with that name? Four people's names. Uh initials. Kinda like AIDS. Initials. But Walmart has Wi-Fi. Pretty so good ad lib for it. If we could smash the beer bottles louder into the trash, that would be phenomenal. Really starting to get annoyed with that. Having a little trouble making direct eye contact, are you? This blonde chick sitting up front. Are you just like a sex robot? Because you're not really producing a lot of, you know, she literally, she's just sitting there like. I mean, did you come in the mail? What's your deal? We don't need to fill seats that badly. We don't need mannequins sitting in front. Just, I'd rather have a human. <laughs> Am I being too mean? Am I being too mean? No? More? Okay. What's your name? Danielle. Danielle. Well, that is a sex robot name. <laughs> I am the Danielle 2000. I am here to service you, sir. I am fully functional and... <laughs> I'm just giving you shit, relax. Don't send I forgot to forget that. And have put a fucking car bomb under my vehicle. I got all the F's. Yeah. You're texting Susie right now? For what? Who the f*** is Susie? I don't know. You don't know? But you're texting her. Yeah. I'm, a good, I'm not gonna work tonight. I'm assuming you are not a sex robot. No. It's just a hunch. <laughs> This is Richard Kaysen for Anchor. You know, when I decided to relaunch my podcast for the thousandth time, I knew I wanted three things. A, I wanted to put it out on as many platforms as I could. B, I wanted it to be easy. And C, I wanted to make money. You think I'm going to stack one more pallet of toilet paper or put up with some loud party on the third floor of a hotel again, walking to work like some schmuck bundled under six layers of clothes? Are you kidding me? Then I got turned on to Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, and it's free. Creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer or your phone. Plus, Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. And of course, my favorite part, with Anchor, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Did you hear me? With Anchor, you're going to make money from your podcast with zero minimum listenership. You want your podcast heard all over the place? You want it to be easy? Tired of that stupid job? 
featuring your stupid boss who keeps calling you on your day off, asking if you want to come into work? I was. Now I'm making money to supplement my comedy income, and it's all thanks to Anchor. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and I'm assuming that's why they call it Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. At Chick-fil-A, we may be about the little things, but for us, community is a big thing. It brings out the best in us all, even in times as uncertain as these. While we can't have the pleasure of serving you in our dining areas, we're still here for you with delivery, drive through and mobile order where possible in compliance with state and local regulations. Order through the Chick-fil-A app or our delivery partners, and we'll see you soon. In the meantime, let's all take good care of each other. Hi guys, this is the Chevy Silverado with the world's first invisible trailer. Invisible trailer? And it's not the trailer right next to us? This guy? You don't believe me? Hop in. Good looking pickup, I will say that. Oh, wow. Silverado offers an optional technology package with up to 15 different views, including one enhanced view that makes your trailer appear invisible. Wow. That's pretty That's sweet. That's cool. There we go. That's awesome. Where's the trailer though? <laughs> I love it. It's magic. <laughs> Richard Kaysen at yahoo.com. If you want to leave an email, anchor.fm slash Richard Kaysen, uh, Richard Kaysen2. If you want to leave a voice message, although finding out that in the social media age, people do not have the brass or the sand to stand by what they have to say. And, of course, joined, as always, by the St. Louis Rioters getting run over by this guy in a FedEx truck. I love this. All right, let's try to squeeze as much of this into this segment as we can. So-called comedian D.L. Hughley was hospitalized this past Friday after he collapsed on stage playing at Zany's Comedy Club uh, this past Friday in Nashville, Tennessee. Suffering from exhaustion after all of the week's work and travel and getting people all whipped up in a frenzy about... I mean, we know that the Black Lives... The Black Lives Matter. They don't even realize that when they say things like that, they're segregating themselves. Now, someone on Facebook who would see a comment like that might say something like, white people's logic... Typical white people's logic, not even realizing that that statement in and of itself is racist. They don't even see it like that. They don't see it possible that they could be racist. So D.L. Hughley, he collapsed, and uh, I mean, I don't want him to, you know, be dead or anything. It's just that he, uh, well, this was the second performance of the night, part of a Juneteenth fundraiser. I'm curious what they're raising funds for. They would have you believe they're raising funds to end slavery. But here's the thing. Juneteenth, as I understand it, is the anniversary of slaves being freed or something like that. And that was 100 years ago. For some reason, we're still having fundraisers for it. Hmm. So for three months, from March, really right up to now, we've been told to stay six feet apart. We have been told to wear a mask. We have been told to not touch each other, to not touch anything. 
but you can take all of those conditions and throw them right out the window if you're a Black Lives Matter protester already having the convenient excuse of wearing a mask, as we see in this picture right here. Literally thousands of people, not six feet apart, maybe not even six inches apart, with their rainbow flags and signs of Black Lives Matter. There's an organization owned by the Bond villain George Soros. It's called Media Matters. It's a liberal think tank which floats these uh, liberal concepts and hypotheticals and then it leaks them into the news and then news outlets pick them up or run with them as stories and next thing you know it's like yeah well why aren't LGBTQXWZY members being persecuted they're not that's just something that they put out there to stir up the crap like the coronavirus like the George Floyd riots so as long as you're protesting, hey, even better if you're about to light fire on, on a building, if you're about to throw a brick through a window, yeah, that's great. Um, NASCAR is banning the rebel flag. Let's just see what of this we can squeeze into it here. Um, it's banning the flag from all events and properties. Uh distancing itself from what many consider a, a symbol of slavery and racism, a system of slacism and ravery. Because it all really just runs together at this point. Lara Logan, she used to work for CBS. Uh, she got sexually assaulted and fondled during the Arab Spring when Egypt went, like, total Islam and then they executed the guy. Um, she's discussing on uh, Breitbart News Daily how retired generals who are speaking out against President Trump are either complicit with or waging an information warfare campaign against them or against him, the president. Logan reminded listeners of the Russian collusion narrative and how many officials from the Justice Department, Director of National Intelligence, CIA, National Security Agency and other agencies all worked together to push the idea. It took that many people, folks, all pushing the same idea that Trump colluded with Russia during the 2016 election, which is how he ended up as the president. It took that many. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. There is fresh evidence of the damage done to the housing market by the coronavirus pandemic. The National Association of Realtors reporting used home sales tumbled 9.7% last month for the third straight monthly decline. New York City is entering the next phase of reopening today. Phase 2 allows for haircuts, shopping, and outdoor dining. Office workers can return and playgrounds reopen. And the nation's capital city is moving to phase two of its reopening plan. Starting today, playgrounds, libraries, gyms, and nail salons can reopen on a limited basis. All non-essential businesses will be allowed to let customers inside up to 50% capacity, as will restaurants. Indoor gatherings of up to 50 people will be allowed, and houses of worship can hold in-person services for 100 people or 50% capacity, whichever number is smaller. Ken Lorman, Washington. And watching Wall Street, the Dow down 49 points. More details at srnnews.com. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. My administration will take all necessary steps to safeguard our citizens from this threat. Hysterical xenophobia. Giving Americans a false sense. Is it accurate that if these uh, steps had not been put in place, it could have been two million people dead here in the United States? Yes. No matter how hard they try to stop us, they can't. We built the greatest economy the world has ever seen, and we're going to do it again. Together we're beating back the invisible enemy. What the federal government did was a phenomenal accomplishment. Through it all, the world has witnessed the unyielding resolve of our incredible American people. Promise made, promise kept. And I'm fighting for you and I love doing it with everything that I have. 
and you know that. With the grace of God, we will win this war, and we will win this war quickly, and we will make America great again. Introducing the Bond Arms Double Barrel Handgun, the smallest, highest quality, and most powerful personal protection you can buy. I see thousands of guns, and I look at the Bond, I think, this is how you're supposed to build a gun. Everything is perfect, everything is precise. I, I stand in awe of the amount of machining talent that's gone into creating this gun. With over 35 interchangeable barrels, your Bond Arms handgun can handle over 20 different caliber combinations. Just a twist of one screw with a standard Allen wrench and you're good to go. It's that easy, allowing you to shoot everything from a 22 long rifle to 45 ACP. Even 410 shotgun shells work in your Bond Arms hand cannon. These are just a whole lot of fun to shoot. I like to say it's the smallest double barrel shotgun you can own. I mean, if I'm carrying in, I'm gonna be able to pull that out and be perfectly fine. I, I like it for an off-duty carry, it's a two shot. 45, it's a strong caliber. I'd recommend it to anybody. It's the favorite handgun of celebrities like Joe Montaigne, music legends Dee Snyder and Ted Nugent, and there's even several in the Richard Petty Museum. They're small, compact, and really fun to shoot. That was badass. <laughs> it's so versatile, so safe, and so simple to use. This is perhaps the best handgun for first-time buyers or a valued addition to your current gun collection. Go online now to GetBondArms.com to see some of our most popular models, like the Ranger 2 and the Mama Bear, the Texan with a 6-inch barrel, the small but powerful Backup that comes in 45 ACP or 9mm, our special limited edition Old Glory with the American flag on the barrel, and the newest handgun from Bond Arms, the Bullpup. We've been building and selling the highest quality handguns for over 21 years now, and I personally stand behind every product that we make. If you're thinking about buying a handgun, please go to our website. You'll be glad you did. For more information about all the great Bond Arms products, go online now. Hi guys, this is the Chevy Silverado with the world's first invisible trailer. Invisible trailer? And it's not the trailer right next to us? This guy? You don't believe me? Hop in. Good looking pickup, I will say that. Oh, wow. Silverado offers an optional technology package with up to 15 different views, including one enhanced view that makes your trailer appear invisible. Wow. That's pretty That's sweet. That's cool. There we go. That's awesome. Where's the trailer though? <laughs> I love it. It's magic. <laughs> ago, as the domestic terrorists and anarchists were trying to burn down Washington, D.C., in defiance, President Trump went to the big church that all the presidents go to, stood in front of the church holding a Bible, the mainstream media cynically calling it a photo op, and the general who posed with President Trump says he now regrets posing with him. How much did it cost, General? What did it take for the mainstream media to get to you, the Democrats, to pay you off? President Trump did not enter the church, but posed for photos holding a Bible that his daughter Ivanka had been carrying in her purse. When asked by reporters if it was his Bible, Trump said it was a Bible. So what? The Reverend Jeannie Gervasi told Religious News Service that she was on the church's patio when she and a seminarian were tear-gassed by police in riot gear. I'm there in my little pink sweater and my collar, my gray hair up on a ponytail, my reading glasses on. I was suddenly coughing from the tear gas. Sorry! If your church happens to be in the proximity where the terrorists are trying to do you harm and you're outside where the tear gas is getting fired, there's a more than likely chance that some of that is going to waft over and you will be affected by the tear gas reverend. Any of that making sense? All those years of college? All those years in the seminary? 
did not prepare you for the possibility that the wind may occur, you're dumb. Bishop Mary, why are all these leaders women? Oh, I bet they're lesbians. They're probably married. One's the reverend, the other one's the bishop here. That would be the Bishop Marianne Bud, leader of the Episcopal Diocese of Washington, D.C. She said she was not informed of the president's visit ahead of time. Hey, uh, you don't have to be. He is the president. He tells you when he's going to show up, and you just snap and do it. I'm so outraged, she said in a statement. The president did not pray when he came to St. John's, nor did he acknowledge the agony and sacred worth of people of color in our nation who obviously are part of a larger movement to try to ruin this country. Not all of them. Just the ones looking for press and looking for attention and thinking that setting fire to buildings and and damaging property is the quickest way to do that, to highlight their cause. And here this bishop is standing or going down on her uh, lesbian reverend lover here as, uh, whoops, <laughs> sorry so much for family friendly. They got to her. They found her price. They bought her off real easy. They even bought off Pat Robertson. Usually a reliable Trump ally, but I guess the 700 club is down to about 700 bucks. He needed some of that mainstream media George Soros money, so he sold himself out to be able to say this about uh, Trump clearing out the protesters. That's what Yahoo News here is calling them, protesters. We know what they are. They're rioters, they're criminals, they are domestic terrorists. We need to start getting used to saying that. Throw protesters aside. Even put rioters aside. Even put criminals aside. Because criminals get trials. These people are domestic terrorists, and they need to be tried in a military tribunal that is very open and shut. All right? You obviously hate this country, and you're doing everything you can to try to bring it down and undermine it. You are guilty of treason. Now, why don't you go look up one of the main punishments for treason in the United States of America? Look it up, lefty. Because it's about to happen to you. Play a little bit of the uh, Trump rally here from Tulsa this past Saturday Testing night. Testing is a double-edged sword. We've about tested now COVID-19. 25 million people. It's probably 20 million people more than anybody else. Germany's done a lot. Uh, South Korea's done a lot. They call me. They say, the job you're doing, here's the bad part. When you, test a, when you do testing to that extent, you're going to find more people. You're going to find more cases. So I said to my people, slow the testing down, please. I stand before you today to declare the silent majority is stronger than ever before. Yep. Russian collusion didn't work. Grabbing by the female parts did not work. Five months from now, we're going to defeat sleepy Joe Biden. When rioting and looting broke out in our nation's capital, I very quickly deployed the National Guard. I said, get them in after watching for an evening or two. We stopped the violence and restored peace and order to the streets. And last night, they had a little breakout again. They mm -hmm. ripped down a statue that was 110 years old. Beautiful piece of art in front of the police precinct. We got schools to teach history. We don't need that. Watching on television. Two days ago, leftist radicals in Portland, Oregon, ripped down a statue of George Washington. George Washington owned slaves. And wrapped it in an American flag and set the American flag on fire. Democrat. George Washington Democrat. was racist. Everything racist. I tell you is Democrat. 
And you know, we ought to do something, Mr. Senators. We have two great senators. We ought to come up with legislation that if you burn the American flag, you go to jail for one year. One year. If that's what it takes to Why put the mob down. What does it take to call yourself an Trojan horse for socialism. Traveling to the darkest depths of the ocean. Pushing beyond the known horizon. Passing through. Mom, can we get Froyo? Yeah, Froyo. The all-new 2020 Ford Explorer ST with intelligent four-wheel drive and terrain management system. It's the greatest exploration vehicle of all time. These are the people who make Gentleman Jack. Cultured. Refined. As smooth as the whiskey itself. Just kidding. They're the same folks who make old number seven. They simply take the time to mellow it twice. Gentleman Jack, extra smooth, from the makers of Jack Daniels. Bacteria's perfect hiding place is your toothbrush. Introducing new Oral-B brushes with bristle protection technology that helps keep your brush clean for up to three months. Bacteria love to grow on bristles, just not ours. Oral-B, brush like a pro. It's me, George Burns, for a guy used to smoke cigars, even in the shower. I never thought I'd get real smoking satisfaction from a pipe tobacco, but this Sir Walter Raleigh is terrific. Made from all burly tobacco, mellow, rich, really a quality smoke. Terrific. And the pouch matches my shower curtains. The quality pipe tobaccos of America. State Farm at three in the morning? Who is this? It's Jake from State Farm. What are you wearing, Jake from State Farm? Uh, khakis? Hey, do they ever ask you what you're wearing? Uh, yeah. Red sweater, button-down shirt. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. upon thousands of people only to hear the radical fake news saying what a beautiful rally it was. That's a great riot. And they never talk about COVID. They don't talk about when you see 25,000 people walking down Fifth Avenue or walking down a street of we a Democrat-run city. You never hear them saying, they're not wearing their mask. By the way, it's a disease, without question, has more names than any disease in history. <laughs> I can name Kung Flu. An emboldened Hong left Kong will flu. launch a full-scale assault on American life. You know that. They'll expel anyone who disagrees with them. Look what happens when you disagree. You use a term that's perfect and they're not happy with it. You get banned on they Facebook for 30 days, which I'll be telling person. you about later this hour. Today I'm hour. also announcing that I have directed Secretary of the Interior David Bernhardt to place the John Hope Franklin Reconciliation Park here in Tulsa 
on the African-American Civil Rights Network. And we will make America great again. Thank you. Thank you, Oklahoma. Thank Thank you. you. I don't, I'm not sure what that last part is that he was talking about, but I guess it's something good. And, but he's right. The news completely avoids the rioting. They completely avoid the, the violence. Folks, it is time to, look, no one enjoys a good argument more than me. No one enjoys a good discussion, tit for tat, you make your point, I make my point. No one likes that better than me. Here's what we're dealing with at this point. The radical left used to be a time when you could at least have a conversation with a leftist. You could maybe disagree with them and still not hate their guts and the other way around. But in the mid-90s, that began to change because the media's stranglehold on information and the so-called news was being challenged for the first time. And then suddenly, they didn't like it. They didn't like being called out. They didn't like uh, being challenged. And that is the exact moment that we won the debate. When they exposed themselves as biased, which they were from the start, but when you don't have an alternative viewpoint for 60 years of radio and TV news, and you're just accepted as the gospel truth that whole time, that's hard to counter. And so when you start to counter it, you must be a conspiracy theorist. You must be a racist, a sexist, a bigot, a homophobe. We won the debate when the media exposed their own bias. Here we are in the year 2020, and we have so-called major news outlets that are giving legitimacy to Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and other fringe, kook, leftist, dangerous organizations that we know are dangerous. The government finally classified Antifa as a terrorist organization because that's exactly what they are. Organized by the Bond villain George Soros and funded by the Bond villain George Soros. This is what we're up against because the media gives them a free pass. And because Democrat lawmakers go on TV every day and stand in solidarity with the protesters who are setting things on fire and throwing bricks through the windows, which is why the time for debating is over. It's done. We won the debate. We've been debating it 25 years too long. No more debates. No more talk. We need to stop pretending that leftists or progressives or liberals or the tolerant people or the Q's and the T's of the LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ community, it's time to stop pretending that all these little subgroups in all of these categories that is engineered by the Democrat Party because they want to put you in a box. It's not enough to just be an American. It's not enough to just be a man and a woman. What kind of a man are you? Are you white? Are you black? Because that determines how much aid you get. That determines how much welfare you get, if you're eligible for welfare at all. Depends on your situation. Oh, you lied on your paperwork? Looks like you have an incredibly desperate situation. We need to stop pretending that these are rational people who can be talked to. We need to stop pretending that there is anything to be gained by sitting down and negotiating with them. You want to look at it real black and white, real clear? We're Israel. They're the Palestinians. The Palestinians aren't interested in a two-state solution. They want the whole thing. Apply that same principle here. Leftists and liberals and, and the, the tolerant and, and the, 
the better people and the rainbows and the LGBTQs and the BLM and the Antifa. They're not interested in living peacefully amongst you. They want the whole thing so they can tear it down and reconstruct it in their own stupid image. These are not rational people who can be talked to. I'm telling you right now, folks, we are going to crack down during the President Case administration. Yes, all eight years of it. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. My administration will take all necessary steps to safeguard our citizens from this threat. Hysterical xenophobia. Be giving Americans a false sense. Is it accurate that if these uh, steps had not been put in place, it could have been two million people dead here in the United States? Yes. No matter how hard they try to stop us, they can't. We built the greatest economy the world has ever seen, and we're going to do it again. Together we're beating back the invisible enemy. What the federal government did was a phenomenal accomplishment. Through it all, the world has witnessed the unyielding resolve of our incredible American people. Promise made, promise kept. And I'm fighting for you, and I love doing it with everything that I have. And you know that. With the grace of God, we will win this war, and we will win this war quickly. And we will make America great again. Just the ships, the armor, or the aircraft. It's something more. It's the will to fight and determination to win, found inside each and every Marine, that answers a nation's call. Battles won. ride is just about over not just for the left not just for the pig antifa blm terrorist who dominates social media but for many of you listening right now because if you want to catch the second hour of the richard case and radio network it's gonna cost you one dollar Come on, you cheapskate. It's a dollar. It's a quarter a week for crying out loud. Am I not worth a dollar a week? See? Sorry about that. I'm in a dollar a month. I'm already trying to jack it up on you. I'm worse than the cable company. Now, it's 25 cents a week, $1 a month at patreon.com slash Richard Case, and that's how you get the second hour of the Richard Case and Radio Network, because otherwise you're not going to be catching any of this. Aunt Jemima, the Quaker Oats Company, which owns Aunt Jemima, which sounds terrible. Quakers owning somebody, I know. That's what some dummy posted on social media. Typical white Quaker owner of black. Shut up. We're going to be telling you about the LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ ruling. Um, we'll go to Chaz. We'll see what's going on there. We'll check in with KING in Seattle and we'll get an update from Chaz. Who is Richard Brooks? I said I was going to talk about it in the show. I didn't say which hour. Much of this will be discussed in the second hour, and you're going to miss it if you're not subscribing to the Richard Kaysen Radio Network at patreon.com slash Richard Kaysen. Oh, so you know J.B. Pritzker? 
He's the governor of Illinois. He has a brother who thinks he's his sister and will be making fun of him. <laughs> and also sharing with you how President Trump takes it all back. And at the top of the next hour, the Aunt Jemima thing and uh, Facebook comments about it and how I got banned for 30 days from Facebook, which is why I've had to create an alternate account so that I can get back on the... I mean, I don't... I'm always telling you to get rid of your social media and to get off of it, but if it's going to exist, if you're going to be on it, it should be equitable. It should be even-steven. And it's not. It's... Uh, hefty lefty. It's very heavy on the left. I mean, for for example, I, I will just tease this a little bit. Maybe, maybe this will get you to come over to the uh, Richard Case and Radio Network. This uh, woman who is a BLM organizer in Minneapolis who stops at nothing at calling herself a decent person who in one full breath says, I'm a terrible person, which I don't care about, but I just called her a couple of choice words, a couple of profanities, and she didn't like it. What? You didn't like it. Why? I didn't like being called a bad person, but I can take it. I can put up with it. Well, when I called her the C word, C asterisk, 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 she didn't take too kindly to it. She didn't like it. So. The fallout from that, coming up on our numero dos of the Richard Kaysen Radio Network. Pay me! Pay me!